I like Mario Party, but I hate Mario Party because of these two. Yeah, like, you have to get to you have to get to a, a point of zen. I like parties and I like Mario. Wait, what are you like Phil Jackson now? Like, you know, well, you have to you zen? have to realize that like nothing. <laughs> You're Jill Fat. Zen master. Mario Party does not matter. Mario Party is part of the endless illusion of life. everyone uh here we are back in the uh back in the dvd dome the dan versus d dome aka dvd player omnia player d with two e's and this is d with the what with the a-n all right the a-n d-a-n d-a-n who's the man with the plan by the way if you haven't wondered we've got the d Mm mm-hmm and some other letters too uh some of the other letters we have spell joy. Our friend Joy is with us today. Um, Say hello, Joy. Hello, hello. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and you're and you're the only person in this room that doesn't have a chair right now. I mean, I have a stool, but yeah, I'm... we we made her sit on the floor. She requested no. it. Requested can, it. Can it's, the mic pick me up from here? Uh, yeah, it, it's it, more comfortable. Okay, yeah, that's fine. All, I, all good. Speak up a little bit, but. I, d- I can speak up a little bit. <laughs> I doubt you'll have to- you'll have trouble speaking up if I uh, if I know you at all. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that probably sounded like a nag. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, anyway, but, but anyway, we're uh, we're here probably for the best because listen to this drum throne. Man, that's so annoying. Imagine oh, is that someone what you s- call your your that you sit yeah. to play drums at? Yeah, dude, they room. literally call it a throne. A th- a throne. I have a throne. Okay, so... <laughs> you may also hear our friend Luke laughing in the background. I'm not sure he's going to be a guest he's today. In his, he's in his own little world. He's on his computer like laughing, or, laughing at But anyway, we've been digress, digressing uh, so long for so long already, so let's go on. So we've been away for, man, how long? What, like a month and a half? So... I can't remember, but we back and dude, better than ever. Our last episode was a week one NFL preview. Woo! We released it just in time for week four, and oh. we are now recording again just in time for like what week nine, Yo, week ten. Oh, by the way, um, to follow up from that, we did not have uh, hot dogs and hamburgers like like Wait, you problem. didn't. We didn't, but we had a chicken casserole, which is even better. That's not really okay. sports food, though. That story had a happy ending because I, if I'm eating it during sports, it's sports food. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I remember okay. one time you, Dan, you and I, you said um, you were like, you want to hang out and watch the game, and we'll get pizza, and we'll be like, like watch the game. This was in college, and so we got a fucking vegan pizza, and I just. <laughs> There was something really funny about eating vegan pizza and... We didn't have any beer either. Watching the game. Um, well, yeah, that was a Monday night football Patriots-Jets uh, matchup where the Patriots won 45-3. to I was I there! Yeah, you were there for that. I was there. Wow. And then I'm we impressed. proceeded to lose to them in the division around that, that year. Yeah, that was the Mark Sanchez year. That was, that was when Mark Sanchez... Uh, Uniform was clean as a whistle and Brady was like pretty much like battered without the blood on his jersey. That was Bart Scott. That was the birth of Bart Scott. Can't wait. Can't wait. 
It's funny because you were just talking about the thing where I clipped in the can't wait thing. You said you, I caught your enthusiasm about that, about that football food. I, and I was you, so excited about I it. I tell you, I can't wait to us to do this right now because we got a lot to talk about. Mostly, mostly people just destroying our bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it is, so the funny thing is, I was going to say, I'm just going to go right off the top. We missed the boat on Trump versus the NFL. We kind of missed the boat on NBA, or the FBI basically nuking the NCAA. So we're, we're just going to let those be. Those aren't really like fun, should funny I, topics. Should I, should, I, um, should I get on one knee on the floor and just do the rest of this podcast? Whoa. <laughs> sure, man. For, I mean, well, the nah, thing is, my, I, got, I got runner's knees from high school, so that would kind of be uncomfortable. But well, they won't mind. It's, 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 Your knees won't mind? It's something, 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 the flag. I don't even know what the argument so, is. So should, I, so should I kneel while um, eating some Domino's pizza instead of Papa John's? Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, I heard about that. I heard about that on Twitter. I'll just say this. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll move on because I just find this funny that in the year of our, uh, in, uh, the year of our universe... 2017. <laughs> the year of our universe? <laughs> or for some year of our Lord okay. or whatever. I'm going to, yeah, I, I didn't want to, I don't know. I, I say things like that sometimes sarcastically and it makes it sound like I'm making fun of Christians. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so Christian, gonna, so I don't take no offense. We're going to rewind. <laughs> I do think it's funny that uh, in, in 2017, this is the year of uh, Papa John's announcing on Twitter uh, releasing a statement that they're not the official pizza of Nazis. <laughs> so that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. I but I didn't hear or see that part, but I just remember he was complaining about him losing money because of because of the protests. I think they're Which is horrible. Like, I think yeah, it's a stupid wasn't, argument. Wasn't the issue that he was he was conservative and like said a bunch of conservative bullshit and then a bunch of Nazis jumped on and he had to be like, Well, okay, okay. Like you wanna know the real reason? We're right, but we're not that right. You wanna know the you wanna know the real reason? reason why they're losing money is because people aren't getting excited over football because we have the great matchups between Jacoby Brissett and Tom Savage. You think the people are not getting upset. Like, you think people are not getting excited to eat pizza and watch Are you fucking kidding? I find that no. offensive. No, 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 I find no, no, no. that offensive as a pizza eater and non-sports watcher <laughs> that pizza is losing money. P- people aren't excited about pizza because they're not excited about football. I'm, I'm always excited about pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna... At least on Sunday. I'm gonna jump in just for a second. The amount of peop- the amount of sales that Papa John's makes because of football is, I would guess, probably like less than ten percent of their total sales. That yeah. is a stupid argument. Yeah. It's always a stupid argument. They're a business that is declining because they're a shitty business, and he's bad at running a business. And that has a lot more to do. There's with a it. picture on Tumblr of. See, we're already getting into. There's a picture on Tumblr of uh, Papa John drunk. And like two people are t- are taking a selfie with him, and it has the caption "Papa John shit face Elameo. And I I just whenever people bring up Papa John as an entity, I just think yeah, I know it was John a st- it was a stupid argument, but I was trying to find a correlation between like lost viewership or lost sales as a result of the bad football that's been on display this year. So here we are. Uh, we're going to mostly do, you know, 
reasonably fun, funny, happy things today. We're going to talk about people's ankles being snapped in half. That's yeah, a lot. Therapy oh, yeah. session. Oh, 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 have you guys talked about the guy? You What did you send me? Dan sent me something on Facebook and was like, this guy's bones exploded. What exactly did you say? It was about the guy who got hurt. That was Gordon the, Hayward. Yeah, you said... Eric Gordon. You phrased so, it in a way that was like, that was like, this guy's bones exploded on live TV. Not quite. I thought, the, I thought it was Kevin Ware like years ago. Not, yeah, or Paul George. Um, oh. So I guess we're just already into the first topic of the day. Um, Eric so, Gordon. So we covered all year, we uh, all year in our four episodes of this podcast, the saga of Danny Ainge not making trades. Then he did make trades. And he brought in uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Uh, and they drafted um, uh, young, young Tatum. Tatum, mm-hmm. uh, Jason, Tatum. Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it looked like the Celtics were maybe in position to possibly pass the Cavs coming into this season. Or at least uh, win a, a couple games in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, it, you know, or <laughs> maybe even get shellacked by the Warriors. Who knows? <laughs> um, but then... Uh, five minutes into the season, literally, I I was doing stuff that night, so I didn't get a chance to turn the game on until later, and so I, was, I didn't even see it. And I was doing a home health job, but I was actually, like, was streaming it on my phone, and, like, soon after the moment happened, like, my phone, like, that stream basically froze. Yeah, because so many people probably were trying to watch it. Uh, so, Gordon Hayward goes up to, uh... Try, he, he tried to go for alley-oop dunk or something, yeah. or alley-oop lay, lay-in or something. And uh, LeBron kind of kind of bumped him a little bit. Now he just said, "No, you're not. You're not getting this real estate." It was, t- you know, totally a, a basketball play. It was not. There was nothing extracurricular about it. LeBron and he fans. just he came down and his ankle just snapped in half. Uh, and and the, I did not watch it. I am not going to watch it. I, I saw I kinda it. I kind of want to watch I, it. I remember I sent him a link to it, and he was like, "No, man, I'm not nope. doing it." I don't. I, watched, I don't watch injury videos. I wa- I, 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 I watched. I, I like watching injury videos. I don't know why, but well, yeah, it's I a just personal, find it Well, you work in yeah. you work in you work in the medical field. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I don't uh, want people thinking that like, I'm of... all like for like people's like human suffering because I'm not about that. No, but the, it was so heartbreaking, like seeing Gordon looking at his foot and just like <laughs> that's not right. Having you just you just in disbelief, like in shock, scared. Anxious, what? all those negative emotions, like all wrote up in like that, the, those few seconds of that. Moment I mean, is he going to be okay? Is he still going to be able to play sports? He he, mm-hmm. he might. Uh, he I think he's done for the season. He'll probably yeah, come he's back. definitely not. He'll come back, come back better than ever next year. Yeah, but, that sucks. Yeah. From what I understand, it was a clean break, and there was no uh, there was no like artery damage the way there was with Zach, Zach Miller. Miller. That's another um, one. And they and they totally overturned that touchdown, which was indeed a touchdown. So a guy nearly loses his leg. The least they could have did was reward him and his team a touchdown. But what is a catch anymore? Nothing. Uh, mm. I can't remember where this joke came from, so I'm just kind of stealing it uncredited, like the great journalist I am. Oh, God. But uh, the the joke of uh, the future of the NFL is it's just a procedural drama of the legal system, and there are no games. There's no no actual football games. It's just a series of replay reviews. Man. uh, Which seems all too real. Um, Or just reruns of the judicial system versus uh, Ezekiel Elliott. But oh <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was just brutal, brutal. I mean, brutal on one level as like a Celtics fan, whatever. But also just very sad for for him, someone who this is clearly like the biggest moment of his 
career, and he does, he didn't even really get to play like a few games with his new team before he uh, he uh, blew it out. But I guess what I said after that was like it's at least better that if this what if something this bad was going to happen to him, at least it's after he signed the giant contract and got oh, all the and money. While he's still in his youth. True. Yeah, when it's easier to come back from, but and plus he's got a coach that likes him, like that uh, the coach that coached him and Butler, um, Brad Stevens. So he he probably will give him the benefit of the doubt and like have and he'll have more. Uh, Gordon will have more of his support. So like, yeah. hey, if he wants to come back, his coach will will be lenient to let him go. Still like being like a coach that doesn't know him, probably would show him the door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very sad though. Um, we like to keep it upbeat here. Like that that, the, what? that arena, though, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, the, honestly, even Man. in some ways even worse than the actual video of the injury is, so there's a different angle from behind him. You can't see what happened to him, but you see the guy go down, and he's sitting there, and you just see every player on the opposing team's bench who is facing him, they all just go... <sighs> <laughs> they literally, it was like one of the like weirdest reaction gifts you'll ever see because they all were just like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know a foot could point that direction. Uh, that's but, it, um, but man, that, that court in that arena was like Silent yeah, Hill. Yeah, just crazy, just yeah. empty. Uh, but, so, but, then, but then that's okay because then we, we still have like, you know, uh, great quarterback play from uh, Deshaun Watson and... <laughs> Yeah, no, he's gone. Oh, can we like have anybody? man? Richard Sherman is still fun. No, Jeremy Lin. I mean, he's in basketball. He said they were built to the playoffs. Oh, and then Russia Patella tendon. He's gone. Yeah, that that's bad. Cause yeah, remember remember Victor Cruz with his patellar? He never came back. Oh, that was really. oh, that was oh, that's right. It was patellar. I mean, he he came back and played again, but he was never the same player. Well, football and basketball two different two different True. sports. Is it still though. recording? It's still recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but so I thought that would be an interesting semi segue. Uh, what is the worst injury you've ever seen live, D? The worst, and you can answer this. The worst too, I've though. ever seen. No, not, it depends. Like, is, is this like an event I'm actually at, or like a that's just, just I ever seen? Like, like um, saw like YouTube videos and all that. Live, I think live is more interesting. Um, so, like, obviously, we're too young to have seen the Joe Theismann play live, but um, I'm trying to think of other ones that we've like, seen. In terms of sporting event, I haven't really witnessed many, like, I haven't really witnessed, like, a, a severe injury like that. Maybe, like, someone with a concussion or, uh, or I, don't, I don't know. Um, Were you watching years ago when the Will, Willis McGehee one happened? I, I I can't picture that one in my head, but there's a couple, like, this kickboxer, like, trying to kick this other kickboxer in the ring. And the guy actually threw his knee up to block it. And when the guy brings his leg back, it looks like a limp, wet noodle. And when he tries to put it down, he just it just folds in half and he falls. And then there's uh, no, the one with Sid Vicious, the uh, Psycho Sid, Psycho Sid Vicious from, uh, from wrestling. Oh, not not the punk rock guy. No, the Psycho Sid. He, there are um, multiple people named Sid Vicious. Apparently, <laughs> no. I think it was Psycho. This Sid. is news to me. No, I think he was just. I think he was just Psycho Sid. I think I just okay. misspoke on that one. But okay. he was. He, they call him Psycho Sid, and he um, he tried to jump, do like a, um, I guess a high flying move off the middle rope, like middle turnbuckle, and um, he didn't really have much experience doing that, and it showed because when he landed, he landed like in the. Like uh, his leg was under him and it just went 
Yeah. And I think the I think the biggest the great greatest one was probably had to be the Kevin Ware one. Yeah. Did you see that live? Oh yeah, I saw that live. Oh. I saw ah. I saw that live on TV. Because that was obviously I have not watched it because mm. I I never will. And but, you want to know the messed up thing? That was that, that they like they like showed the blood and bone and stuff right on TV. Not not, not on TV. I think they panned away from that. Oh okay. But like on if you looked on the internet, then yeah. But you know what was messed up about that whole thing? Somebody made like a Twitter page called titled Kevin Ware's Leg. And it said, <laughs> I broke an indie. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> that's messed it, it's messed it's beyond messed up, but if you see like a picture of like a little cartoon drawn leg or something. Like and like, the leg had had its own personality and everything. Like, oh man. So but, sad. but I'm glad that he, you know, he transferred and uh, he played uh, for Georgia State for like uh, a year yeah. or so. So he was able to resume his basketball career. Now, the one that I saw that I remember very vividly is, um, I believe it was the last game Junior Seau played for the Patriots. Remember when he was the, with the Patriots in the mid-2000s, like 2007, 2006 probably? Mm. Um Again, too lazy to football reference. That's becoming a theme of the show. Just makes me wonder um, how much CTE he had at that time, though. Well, no, this was not a head injury. This was, um, he went to tackle someone. And uh, maybe, I don't know, I don't know the answer, so I'm not going to guess. But um, he basically wrapped up a dude's legs and, or was diving to wrap up someone's legs. Mm-hmm. And their foot came back and hit the middle of his forearm dead on. And it just kind of went and did a nice little uh, U shape, um, and uh, that was an immediate. They ran out and put him in an air cast, and he was he was done for the year. Pretty sure that's the last game that he uh, they played for New England. Mm. Um, ProFootballReference.com. <laughs> Is that or, a thing? Yeah. ProFootballReference.com. He played four games for the Patriots in 2008. On the iPhone X. Uh, <laughs> Dan just oh won an iPhone God. X. Oh, oh, God, this is oh the scam, the scam. <laughs> oh, wow. This just happened live on the air, guys. I got scammed. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> so you've been randomly selected to participate in our 10th anniversary iPhone X giveaway. You know, this probably means wait, that my wait. phone has a You virus. have to answer who is the founder of Apple, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, or Mark Zuckerberg. Look at all these people commenting Dude, you on should, it. You should just swipe uh, Apple by answering Bill Gates. <laughs> all right, comment comment section uh, roulette. Uh, I just got a call from the courier yesterday. I can pick up my prize. Now I am using my new iPhone X. I mean, it doesn't count as comment roulette when they're all bots, right? I don't know if, if this was serious. Yeah, this or... is stupid. This is not actually funny. Also, notice that when I back page, it uh, is not actually taking me back. To the yeah, website. that's what that's what they do. Yeah. Anyway, Dan got lot. scammed live on the air. Hey, buddy, that face is priceless. So, uh, also joining the show in a uh, surprise move out of nowhere, Randy Orton style, is our uh, buddy uh, Luke the Brute Stewart. Unless you want to go by Julian on the podcast, oh, we are not going to do that <laughs> on the pod. No. Do we call it a pod or do we call it the cast? Um, can we just call him a like, can we just call him the brute loop the Or brute we could story? we could truncate the word podcast in a different way and call cast. it the The Cast Pod. The, the Cod Pass. It's the Cast Pod. Ooh, the Cod Our email is dvdcastpod at gmail.com. Uh anyway, hi Luke. So 
What is the conversational topic for the day? Oh, we were talking about injuries. What's, what's the worst sports injury you've ever seen live? Hmm. That's a toughie. Mm. Um, how you, many have I seen? I've seen quite a few. Dang. Um, <laughs> Pick the worst gruesome one, man. Was there ever like a really a really crazy bad like cheerleading injury that you saw or witnessed or heard about? I feel uh, like there'd be more cheerleading injuries than or it could be a sport that you, or it could be a sport that you saw on TV that Let's was see. really gruesome. I haven't seen any cheerleading injuries other than someone not catching someone with the basket toss. Oh, that's oh, an injury. Oh, oh remember, okay. Remember that one that got dropped at that uh cheerleading at all? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I remember that. They just they were kept doing their routine and then like. When they realized she wasn't getting up, they just quietly just walked off the stage. A little, yes. a little inside baseball. This was actually a, a topic idea that I had a while ago. Oh, and the Astros um, won the World Series. Woohoo! Yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> um, that's yeah. Wait, just, there's a team called the Astros. Yeah. <laughs> what? There, there is. Yeah. Blank the it's Astros really cool. because you eliminated yeah. my Atlanta Braves back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Never forgive me for that. Okay. Forget you, Roger Clemens. Astros and Trevor Hoffman, no, that's name. the Padres. <laughs> I feel the same way about the Patriots. A <laughs> extremely brief inside baseball. Uh, D and Luke both were uh, cheerleaders back in college um, for the uh, our college's cheer squad. I, I just I just walked off for a year. Luke was the ma- was was the the head honcho. But but tell that story really quickly because I don't think I've ever heard this story. And and in storytelling fashion see what had happened was what had um, happened was we were volunteering for a cheer competition um we were told that hey if you volunteer for this you have to work 16 hours a day for two days but you get paid money for it and i'm like hey look money great so me too went down to south carolina with a few of the other cheer um cheer girls and we basically stayed stayed stood watch stayed watch Stood watch. The fire watch. <laughs> you stand and watch. Yes, I just yeah, stand and just, watch. Just no, stand in front of like I a fire alarm. Sitting down and standing up, which is a feat in and of itself. But you fell asleep standing up. That's an entirely different story. <laughs> <laughs> crap, man. Totally can do that. I absolutely believe that without a shadow of a doubt that Luke could fall asleep standing. Yeah, because y'all had like the same like Japanese. <laughs> yeah, he was he was always sleeping in Japanese. I knew before I was ever friends with Luke. I just knew him as a kid who slept in Japanese class. Hey, I'm sorry. I yeah, know, but say I, what I you want. at five o'clock. Say what you want about this guy. He can he can fall asleep and yeah. still kick butt in Streets of Rage. Not just any Streets of Rage, but Streets of Rage 3. The hardest of the Streets of Rages. I <laughs> but, forgot that now, I did that. If, if, any of you, if any of you are doubting that it might be possible for someone to have a podcast about sports that mostly just features their friends not talking about sports, <laughs> this Bill Simmons did it first, so get off my goddamn back. Luke. Do you have haters? No. Haters <laughs> Do you have taters? The We're not popular enough hate. to have haters. And the taters will always be fried in hot oil and grease. But anyway. And the salt. Go yeah. ahead. We yes. should. We should. the salt and ketchup. Um, I would love to have Field Yates retweet me, though. Okay. Someday. Okay. So, check it. Um, the particular routine started off on a hitch. People were doing their little dance moves, basically, and were going into one of their particular stunts. Where you basically basket toss someone up in the air, and then they get caught on the way down. Um, so this is a thing that me and Darius were a part of in our cheer squad. It wasn't something that was, you know, we particularly perceived as particularly difficult, because you know, as long as everyone stays in their particular areas, everything goes fine. Like Bill Belichick, um, do your job. Yeah. So like, girl goes flying up in the air about like you know ah, about say eight feet or so from like you know if your hands are above your head, roughly. 
and she just comes down, you know. Well, they'll catch her. Nope, one side of the basket gives, and she just slams into the mat. And you're like, oh. And now, what position is she in when she goes up? Is she, like, prone? <laughs> Or is she like vertical? Where's she like yeah. actually laid? Like where's she like actually? You go up being horizontal. You go up straight, then you level out. Yeah. And then you come back, so people will catch you. Like you're basically sitting in a chair. Are you? And you're you're lying. You're essentially on your back, facing up, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. there was basically no bit of resistance between you know this girl's ten foot fall and the mat. The so trust fall. Yikes. Trust fall. So basically, trust fail. Um, <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. We're going to call this and episode Trust Fail. <laughs> the team sees her hit the ground. They proceed to go, okay, two of you go back, try and help her up. The rest of us are going to complete our routine. So, you know how the, the auxiliaries go back, try to help up the person get up, and the other people start doing their thing. Turns out, girlfriend didn't get up when they went to go pick her up. Which meant bye bye routine. Yeah, they because you know knocked out person tends to mean you know we should probably stop. I just love how it, how it happened at the end when when he's like the the transition to the end when they noticed she wasn't getting up. They just look, they just stop, and then they just kind of walked off this. They all try to walk <laughs> off the stage, and then the lights just dim from the stage. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if this was like pro wrestling style where that was all part of the routine? Oh gosh, man! What is, what is what is the what is the wrestling term for something that's part of the story? Okay, Fabe. Yes, I she knew knows. That. And what what is not part of the story? Um, I guess like, real life. Like, I guess uh, like, ad lib. No, I'm just kidding. No, like no, I guess like real life. Is he like um, like the non the non story parts? Like a um, shoot, a shoot. Maybe? No, like when people break kayfabe. Yeah, what is what is breaking kayfabe called? Is it just called breaking kayfabe? Yeah, breaking kayfabe. I this, think so. Was this a, a, a pointless aside? Uh, but when like, uh, but when someone's actually beating the crap out of someone in the ring, like that's not part of the routine. That's a shoot. Oh, okay. A shoot fight. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when the Undertaker just slapped that guy. <laughs> yeah, because he acts because he accidentally. He was uh, gonna set that man on fire. <laughs> <laughs> His That was supposed to actually be a work, but they just they just botched it so badly. But that one that you're referring to, the guy accidentally hit the Undertaker in the face, which wasn't supposed to happen. So I guess he was like sorry about it, but the Undertaker made sure he was sorry by actually throwing like a stiff punch that actually made the guy's legs buckle when, yeah. when he took the impact of that cool. hit. You don't mess with the Undertaker. I would not want to get undertaken, that is for sure. Is is pro wrestling sports? It's probably a philosophical question. I I think so. Well, the the uh, the classic Greek wrestling. No, I mean like I mean like like. WWE. Oh yes. Isn't that, that, yes. But it's pageantry. It's but it's, uh, it's, 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 it's choreography. It's um. It's like it's theater. I mean, I guess it's but cheerleading. It, but it is. But it's definitely. But it's definitely a sport because these guys. If you go and you take a look at the but people footage don't... of the performance center or the or people actually training for this. They are trained for it as if this is like a legit sport. Like you've got to be in shape. You've got to be strong physically and mentally and emotionally. Are there any kind of like pro wrestling competitions? Because like I think of of a requirement of a sport is that there's a winner and a loser. But in pro wrestling, there really there is. 
It's yeah, but scripted. It's, it's scripted. Yeah, but I don't know if that. But you, I guess you're talking about like the like the legitimate winners and losers. That that'll be like Greek wrestling. Yeah, like I know. Actual I was, like Olympic wrestling. Yeah, I, Olympic I guess it comes down to what the definition of sports is because mm -hmm. I I don't it's think very, I would consider. Very, very big umbrella. I mean, is Tumblr a sport? No. Stop. I mean, I mean, I mean that that poses a good question yes, because, like, uh, if ESPN, ESPN two are are televising sports, then why are they televising spelling me? Is that a sport? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's a are they they televising <laughs> the finals to uh, the international of Dota too? Like, yeah, exactly. I was going to bring up esports. I like actually. Yeah. I think esports because you have. to... You I'm have to have sports. like you just you gotta be quick thinking just like in a pro pro uh, pro circuit your fingers and everything gotta be quick top notch and everything and the physical demand of all that like that could be real strenuous just like a professional sport so yeah, for God. me that that is I think esports is it's a different genre of sports but it does count as a sports to to me. You not definitely to need to have a bigger strain on, you know, the people who play because it's not always guaranteed that you're going to get money at the end so, of the day. So, Darius, it sounds like you're defining sports as something involving athleticism, which is interesting. So would you not consider, like, spelling bee and chess to be sports? I, I would think, it, to me, it would be like a subgenre, like more of like a mental sport. Yeah. I think that, you guys, as Luke was saying, it's like a different umbrella because you might have, like, your... A sport like hey weightlifting, it's all about like it's like technique and mm -hmm. strength. So um, football is like it's a combination of speed, power, agility, um, intelligence. What about gambling? Very much is. Poker. Why is poker a sport? Because isn't poker? Is there? I mean, I guess you you have now, to. Lie. That one I can't answer. <laughs> no, I, I can I can actually speak to this a little bit as someone who was weirdly a big fan of the World Series of Poker in high school. Really, you were? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, did you did you like play poker like uh, uh, when you went to like that community college? Were you actually trying to scam people out their money by being no. a poker player and stuff? No, 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 no. I, I Dan, two I, hands, the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they call him two hands. <laughs> oh, there's other reasons they call me two hands. No. Uh, by the way, did you know that? When I was a, when I was a kid, when I was like two and three years old, my nickname was Little Hands. hands by the way, your what? Also, yeah. Your what was Little Hands? Your nickname my, was my, Little Hands. When I was when I was little, my my nickname was Little Hands. <laughs> you ain't got no room to talk, bro. Here's my. Oh, that's right. Darius's hands are the same I actually, size as mine. Guys, yep. I actually my nickname was Little Hands. I actually lived my childhood as Donald Trump. Oh God. <gasps> Did you have like the jacked up like blonde hair? Like it's just it's like right in the middle and then it goes up to the side and this I had flaming anime character I'm hair. Sorry, but your rat has <laughs> No. Um I just can't take him serious with that hair. No, uh, poker is is a sport that requires a lot of a lot of mental capacity and it's sort of even as much as like knowing the hands and memorizing all of the probabilities, like you That's know, true. the top pros know. Okay, I have a five percent chance of hitting the river card here and stuff like that. Um, are you talking about that? Is like, Magic the Gathering a sport? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking, is, is, are you talking about a poker player or a Magic the Gathering player? <laughs> well, no. There's there's a lot of overlap between between those two. Between poker why, and Magic the Gathering. No, for real. A lot of pro Magic players went on to play in the World Series of Poker. I wonder, are you serious? Yes. I wonder if oh. there's like like bullying within poker. Like like oh god, it's another Magic the Gathering player. Like probably, I wonder if they probably. Yeah. But but it's it's a lot of. 
also like your ability to read people, your ability yeah. to look for tells, yeah, and that sort I of thing. And that, that's interesting, certainly, um, as someone who just finds that kind of stuff interesting. I don't think I would enjoy playing poker a whole lot because I don't really enjoy having money riding on my yeah. on my skill at a game that has a lot of randomness. Yo, can you imagine if Professor Xavier was like in the World Series of Poker? He just read everybody's mind, just see, make bank. See. Okay, I want to bring up I want to bring up an anecdote. I don't even know if this is relevant, but it's funny as shit. With uh, you don't like money riding on um, randomness, just makes me think of um, the four of us used to play. Among other people, used to play Mario Party together. Oh and man, I still hate you and Dan for that joy, Luke. Luke is really, really good at, like, making things go really fast, like the games where you have to hit A and B at the same time, or you have to, like... So we would, we would bid on him with sometimes <laughs> snacks, sometimes real money, to get him to jump in on our team and... or player or whatever. Yeah, we would literally... Fun. Luke was a... He, Luke was our minigame mercenary. Was That's such a good name. Was he like the joystick roller? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way, do that. I think really this gets at sort of the fundamental question, which is, is Mario Party a sport? <laughs> anyway, uh, this is all beside... So, last week, yeah. not last week... Two months ago, oh, on yeah, our last yeah, episode, yeah. Uh, <laughs> two, two months apart, uh, we um, we covered the football cookies. Oh God damn it! And and no, I checked so, the I checked the package. He did not have the Odell Beckham Jr. hair. Yeah, no, he did not. He did not. And he was not diving into the end zone. By the way, he was actually making like a sideline catch. I thought he was sort like of diving towards the end zone, doing kind of an Antonio. Br- if you look on the thing. And I'll maybe in the show notes I'll have a link to that picture so you can all see it. Um, <laughs> so stupid. In the, Those are get back in to the you. in the comments section below, please let us know. No. Um, <laughs> and then type in Sam uh, Hinky if you so, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Show them the picture of the guy who looks like the great Deku Tree. <laughs> Put that in the comment section. Anyway, so I. Uh, after that, I attempted to reach out to uh, Pillsbury. Oh, man. I still can't believe you did <laughs> to, uh It was probably to, a jerk. <laughs> I, I attempted to reach out to Pillsbury. I went to the customer service website and attempted to uh, to contact them about why the Pillsbury cookies are not on their website, the football cookies. And I was unsuccessful, but I figured it might be funny to read you the email I, I sent them. I just can't them. take this seriously right now. <laughs> for, for a very particular reason. Oh, boy. Um, so here's what I sent them. Hi. This is less a compliant and more a simple question. Uh, so I, after all my ragging on other people, I, I fucked up Complaint? the spelling of a word in my own email. Complaint? Yes. I literally... By the way... The first By the way, I am employed as a technical writer. I write manuals for things. So... There you go. I mean, were you kids. like ex- you can be whatever you want to be when you grow were you up. extraordinarily sleep deprived the when States. the entire anyway. Pillsbury Doughboy gate happened? No, that was me. Somewhat. I'm really not that sleep deprived anymore. Not like he I had eight hours sleep. Anyway. I was the one that was sleep. That's right, because I was I I, I made some crack about being sleep deprived, and then Terry was like, "Really?" <laughs> I just said his name too, so we're gonna have to cut that. Oh wait, anyway, oh sorry. Does he go by? Does he, he goes by D? Okay. Like, and you can leave it in there. They they could probably they probably know my name. I think it's much funnier if we censor it. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Lesse Compliant, and Morris is the question. Here for the Muppets. Sorry, he was like going beep beep. He made me think of Beaker from Muppets. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of your Pillsbury football cookies. Dash, the ones with the doughboy diving to catch a football-shaped cookie on the box. As a big fan of both football and cookies, when you had the idea of combining the two, I was instantly hooked. I wanted to at least share an image of them with my friends, but I was shocked and disappointed to find they are not on your website. You're sounding a jerk right now in his email. Could it please be added to the list of products on your website so that I could share them with my friends and family? Or you could have just went to the store, bought a pack, and you could have just saved the wrapper. I could have. I like that idea, actually. Because you only have to eat the cookies once in order to save the wrapper for a lifetime. I definitely can't eat them, which is unfortunate, but... Give them to your friends. I could, yeah, I could have just made everyone cookies. I missed out on a chance for some good uh, American altruism. (laughs) Nah, we don't need that. Yeah, we oh yeah, used the word American, which made it untrue. So I sent that email to Pillsbury, and I did not get any response. I imagine so, why. Uh, maybe I'll tweet at them. <laughs> See, the thing is, I've heard a lot of stories really, about people really about people like weirdly performatively reaching out to brands on social media and then getting rewarded with like a year of free chicken nuggets. Yeah. So I'm actually really worried that I might get like an unwanted, unsolicited. <laughs> year of, like, Pillsbury football cookies or something. I mean, would that be a tragedy? So here we are, um, and, uh, we had Joy on the show today because, um... She wanted to be on the show. Because uh, I like to be a part of things. So now we have, well, actually, since she's here and since Luke here, we now officially have Three four guests. people that watch th- uh, this to the show now. <laughs> hey. Anyway, so our tradition on this show, our rich, rich, long-standing tradition from that one episode that we had a guest, is uh, mm-hmm. that we uh, when we have someone on the show, we just kind of... Ask them about their origin with sports. Uh, <laughs> their origin story. Their sports their origin lore. story. Mm-hmm. Um, how they got into sports, what they like about it, what sports they follow, etc., etc. And, uh, well, Joy isn't a sports fan. So <laughs> we're going to, I guess, ask her the opposite of all of those questions. Yeah. Um, so, no, this is this is something her that... Her experience is just watching us go and batch. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then, no, this was something that I was actually uh, really thinking about. Um, when Dan Dan said that he wanted me to be a guest on the show, and he's like, it'll be fun because you don't like sports at all, and we'll get a different perspective. And so it really got me thinking as to why I don't like sports. And I think it's an interesting question because I don't have a hard answer to it. Um, but my history, I guess, with sports is, I mean... I'm not very athletic, I, which is, is something that I, I want to be more athletic. Um, Have you ever played a sport? No. Okay. Um, I thought so. And so my parents, like, like I think 
my my parents cottoned on pretty quickly that I was a nerd in that like <laughs> they never really pressured me into being physically active. Um, what was our first clue? I don't know. I don't know. Well, my I mean, I she mean, was three years old and really loved the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Um, I mean, my, my father was diagnosed with progressive multiple sclerosis when I was three years old. So like that might have, like he was, he was always a pretty nerdy person to begin with. But like, I, sometimes I wonder if that like, for, cause for example, the one sport that I really enjoy is swimming. That's the one athletic thing that I like to do. Oh, I actually did not like, no, uh, yeah. Oh, 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 of course, it was it was in front of me, like with the uh, the beach trip. Make, yeah, makes, makes yeah. I was sense. always running. I was always running off to in the, the water. ocean. Yeah. Um. And and I wonder about that sometimes because that was always something my dad could do very easily because oh. um, of the way like gravity and stuff. He's oh. he he was able to move his legs in the water for oh. a lot longer. Oh, word. Yeah, word. Wow. And um, he would do he would go to the pool and do walking exercises because he could walk in the water and that helped mm. his leg muscles. While I would go and I would swim laps. Um, so, so I wonder if that, if that contributed to it. Um, but, and so, so I think about that, like, I've just never been, I I want to be more athletic. I would really like to, I like hiking. Um, I like that. Yeah. yeah, Like, I like hiking. I want to, to possibly go into field biology. So I need to be pretty physically fit. Um, you know, like not super fit. Well, I can help make you strong. Yeah. Because that's damn with them calf killers. (laughs) I've actually been wanting to, to, to start swimming, um, again, but I can't like right now it's, it's kind of a difficult thing anyway. Um, but so, so yeah, I was thinking about that, but then I was thinking, you know, a lot of sports people I think are nerds. Like there are a lot like not to mention we are like case in fucking point. We are not to mention like forty-year-old dad bod beer gut people. Dear bod, beer case what? in fucking point. Yeah, Dan, Dan. Dear um, bod, beer gut. Like, what dad was bod. That? Well, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not talking about y'all. I'm not talking about y'all. I'm, I'm, talk, just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that phrase that you just dad used. bod beer gut. Uh, dad, dad bod. Dad, dad bod, bod beer gut. gut. Okay. Like the biggest. I never heard anyone use it. I think the biggest contingency of sports fans, other than like. College uh, frat bros is like <laughs> old dudes and and like like people who aren't physically active, and so it's something that that I really started to think about how I just have never been interested in watching competitive sports and like like esports. We talked about esports earlier. Like I play a lot of video games, but I have zero desire to watch esports. I don't like watching esports because they just make me they make me realize how terrible how bad I am at the game. And it's like it's like as a guitarist watching like Eddie Van Halen or Tosin Abassi, you're just like, uh this person's way better than I can ever hope to be. Mm. And um a, a conversation that Dan and I have had a lot, I don't know if you guys have talked about psychographics on here at no, all. No, I can't say we have. Um, Rip and roar, man. <laughs> uh, well, Dan Dan actually taught me this from a Magic the Gathering podcast. Uh, Mark Rosewater, uh, Drive to Work. Very good show, even though I have not listened in a while. But, but there are, um, as far as I understand it, there are these things called psychographics, and I think there are different ones for, like, tabletops and then there's a different one for video games it's like it's like the types of gaming personalities essentially and and um i'm not going to go into all of them because i don't remember them all but it's timmy johnny and spike timmy johnny and and one of well in video games there's i went up and looked up gaming psychographics and there's another one it's something like 
like exploration-based, social-based, competition-based, and uh, I don't remember what the last one was. But um, basically, but to, to simplify it all, I've noticed that there are a lot of people who, fans of, of video games in particular, in my personal experience, tend to fall into two camps where they either care more about the the mechanics of it and the strategy of it and people who care more about the plot, the story, the exploration. Or um, winning. And so winning would go in, in the first category. And yeah. so, you know, we have uh, some mutual friends who I think fall... Dan and I, I fall very heavily on the um, exploration story, etc., Dan, I think, is a little leaning towards the other pole, but is definitely more in the same camp with me. And then... I'll smack dab in the middle. See, I'm very much an explorer about some things, and I am extremely hyper-competitive about other things. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of... Like, I was always very, very competitive about magic. Mm -hmm. But very... Well, it's hard to not... Like, I don't think many people are into magic, the gathering for the lore. Yeah, and I mean, very, very... Extremely explory, I think a lot of because I'm primarily a single player gamer, so but like, very, very just seeing what will happen. Like as for me, I am way too into Borderlands lore. If anyone has played Borderlands, it is not <laughs> a plot heavy game at all. It is it is pretty kind of all over the place. Very very much a like gaming game. And so I'll talk to some friends about Borderlands, and I'll be like. Oh my god, so-and-so is my favorite character. I love her so much. She's so cool. I like her story. I like her personality. And then people will... And then the same friend will be like, I like her, but I don't like her ultimate ability. I don't like her skill trees. I don't... And so I'll have conversations with people, and it'll almost be like we're having two different conversations where, cool. where I'm talking about this part, and they're talking about that part. And we also... A lot of these same friends are really really good at super smash brothers we have um, i thought i was good until i like got, ran to brick walls known as I luke think, and and like moser and exactly all those other yeah, guys. Luke, and that's matt. why i consider myself in the middle well not really um, matt i think it's kind of similar like we talked we talked in previous episodes kind of about different types of sports fans in the way that there are some people who are very much only about following one team mm. and the extent of like the dialogue they want to have about sports is your team sucks and my team is the best. Yeah, and that's... Whereas, like, D and I are very much, like, fans of, of the sport I, I used to, I used to be, like, just, like, about one team, like, my favorite team. But now, like, over the years, like, especially with fantasy football and stuff, I keep track of, like, the whole entire narrative of the NFL. See, and that's 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 really interesting because I was going to talk about I is... I my taste matured, yeah. The, the reason that I just zone out whenever anyone talks talk, starts talking about sports, and I think it's because... <laughs> To me, to me, there is no narrative. And I know now, like, like as I've gotten older, I know that that's not necessarily true. Like, for a lot of people, they have a narrative. Like, like, their team is their narrative. But I guess because there's no, like, characterization besides, like, where you... Like, I have no reason to root for one team over the other, it, personally. You know, I, and, and I don't know how people really come to that. But to me... And I know that sports, like, like there's there's very rich stories there. You yeah, know, there's yeah. there's so many biographies. And, and let me tell you, like, example, like, remember when you saw 
saw me playing uh, the long shot on yeah. Madden team. <laughs> Imagine that, that that happened. You'd be yeah. surprised how much that happens yeah. with real people. Dude. There's guy, people who were overlooked throughout their lives, but trying to carve a niche somewhere in the NFL or or any pro circuit team. And there's always that person that's grinding out. That's that won't be a superstar, but is trying to grind out and trying to prove to the world and also prove to themselves most importantly that they are that they are capable of being the player that they envision themselves being. Yeah, and I absolutely absolutely understand that. And and I just think I just I think it's interesting. I don't know. I don't really have a thesis statement here <laughs> except that I think that I just I know personally I am very not really about competition and skill is just and that's a draw I think for a lot of sports fans and I guess the narratives just don't interest me because I, I and in general I'm usually I like the the media I like um skews farther towards science fiction fantasy stuff like that because I just get really bored with realistic things so I mean I don't know this is kind of probably getting to a you stretch. need to follow the sport roll the ball then like that was a movie but if that was a sport that would that would, that would probably be more of your sport to follow roll the ball <laughs> is that what you need? Is that is it is it the is it the story? Is it yeah, sort of the feeling absolutely. the feeling of movement, I guess? Absolutely, well, absolutely. Is that why you like watching those thirty for thirties? What are you talking about? The those doc documentaries, the uh, ESPN documentaries. I I watched the oh I watched the XFL. Doc. Yeah. That's the only sports documentary I've ever yeah. watched. I was fascinated. Yeah, by that was, that. yeah, that's a bunch of. I think those were really interesting. I, I mean, I, I like documentaries, and the XFL is a good point because I was just thinking about how <laughs> I think I would really enjoy pro wrestling. I haven't. I I've been thinking in the back of my head. Gee, I should. I mean, I should. you already like Seth Rollins and uh, Can we, Dean I, Ambrose. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about this stuff. D. Wow. Um, when is WrestleMania? Huh? When or when? When's like the the next big pay per view? Um, let's see. The I think hype... we should all watch it for the podcast. The yeah, that would be cool. They're trying to hype up uh, Survivor Series, but like that's not, that's like not one of the big ones. The next big one is uh, the Royal Rumble, which would be in January, and then after that is is WrestleMania. The the big three. Uh, let me see. I think there's like a. Let me see. Is there a big three or is there a big four? Um, that I know of is Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Those are like the big three. Okay. Yeah. We should we should pick one in the next in next year and uh, and review it because I've been I wanting would, to do that. that. I recommend WrestleMania because that is that's like rest that's wrestling's uh, that's WWE's like World Series or Super Bowl. Cool. I'm in. I'll mm. have to catch up on um, the lore. Mm-hmm. But. but I, I wanted to briefly double back just because what's what's kind of interesting double about back the way or, uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. I'm trying to wreck your life. <laughs> Go on. I just, He's not wrong. I just want to slip that Double Dash in there. Um, what's interesting about the way sports is typically consumed is when you do get the sort of narrative aspect of it, it's really kind of just something that's created by the media coverage of sports. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's essentially like the reporting kind of telling you what stories you should care about. Yeah. Or sometimes the know. players will create the narrative themselves and then and then the media will just run with it. Because like remember, think about it. Does um does Richard Sherman and the rest of the Legion of Boom 
uh, get on the cover or on that title screen of uh, of Madden 15 if he doesn't have that that tirade, that post game talking about Michael Crabtree. That did kind of put him on the map, unfortunately for some people, maybe in the wrong way. But well, it, it, it was either that or just that whooping that they put on the on the Denver Broncos that year in that Super Bowl. Yeah, but like him hyping himself up and everything, I think that might have actually got him over the edge and being a that. The uh, the cover athlete for that year. Well, T.O., you know, for many years, and Chad Johnson and guys who were very, very adept at sort of having a kind of crazy over-the-top. And, and, now, Anto- and now Antonio Brown. Yeah. And one... But, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Just to, to go back to the narrative thing, um, it, another, like, thing that I just I just find this, this funny in general, because um, I was talking to Dan about how, like, I don't... Watching sports games when you care about them at all also sounds really stressful to me. And and I was talking, I was, I was explaining it in terms of like if I'm if I'm watching a show and I'm heavily invested in the show, I and and a season finale or whatever comes up and I'm I'm very excited about it, but I always have a little bit of anxiety because it's like you know like I want this to end satisfyingly. I want my characters that I care about to be okay. Mm. I don't want like a bunch of narrative bullshit to happen. Like I have I'm invested in die. Right. I'm invested in it. When you watch a sports game, there is a 50-50 chance that you are going to leave feeling dissatisfied. There's a 50-50 chance that your team is going to fail and you're going to be like bummed after it. And so I just I just can't conceive of that. I cannot. I don't know. Or you could leave like a hundred percent bummed out, like last week when the Colts got to see a football. They see their Colts without uh, Andrew Luck, and the Texans saw their Texans without Deshaun Watson and Tom Savage being a quarterback. Nobody won that game, <laughs> especially yeah. the fans. They lost because they just weren't treated to a good product. Was it zero well, to zero? <laughs> no, the Colts won by default by a point, but it was just. <laughs> No. <laughs> where, where it gets really interesting is that's really, at least for me, and I think for fans like me and D who, you know, watch, try to watch almost every game, really, that's really only like 5% of the time because the rest of the time you're watching games that your team or Patriots fans, if we're watching a game that the Patriots aren't playing in, then that's where it gets interesting because then you're just sort of, Passively, you know, yeah, you're just. There's, sort of there's like, other teams that you may like, but it's not quite the same thing. And that's Amanda, Amanda asked me who I was rooting for on the World Series, and I was just kind of like, "Good baseball, I guess." Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a really <laughs> that's actually a really interesting question because I've never. I was rooting for you, Darvish. Man, that's so sad. I've never heard of someone actually watching a sports game for a reason other than rooting for their team. Are you Kaepernicking? <laughs> Whoa. No, that was Silver Surfing. He was no. Silver Surfing. What is Silver Surfing? Remember, he's like, Remember he's on his knees and he's like, Silver Surfer game. Game. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, that's almost the same as Kaepernicking, isn't it? No. I think Kaepernicking and T-Bowing. Kaepernick, no, and... T-Bowing is, this, okay. is like this. No, that's Ka- Kaepernick is, is just, it's like, um, just on his on one knee. Okay, so there's Kaepernicking, T-Bowing, Silver Surfing. Wait, has it actually been there? A, wasn't there a Bradying too? Yeah, that's that's when he's like laying on, sitting on his butt, like, and he's just kind of hunched over, like he's me. Like, oh, that's like that's sad. me every day. Um, <laughs> Damn. <it's gonna> <laughs> but I just, I just don't. That that's 
that's really, really interesting, the idea. Like, what is that like for you, watching a watching something where you're not rooting for a team? It's not... I still get worked up sometimes. For me, for me in terms of, like, the fan experience, I guess... I'm cold. I'm hot. I'm it's, it's really not that different from watching a TV show. Hmm. It's the same... More like a soap opera, I guess. Yes. Because you're... You're sort of looking for the continuation of storylines. Hey, is this guy still good or is he bad now? Mm-hmm. Or is this team still good or and is this coach a piece of if, crap? If you're if you're in my case, like, oh my gosh, how did you not make that play or how did you make such a stupid play like this? The stupidity is killing my brain right now. Oh, so we transition to the next uh, sports topic. Dude, Sam Hinkie. Sam Hinkie. We hate you, oh. Sam Hinkie. Oh, oh, that's right. There's he several s- things on Sam He subtweeted the Sixers. Yeah, he subtweeted the Sixers. Let's go to Sam Hinkie's Twitter. We, I fo- we follow him, by the way. We officially follow Sam Hinkie. Referencing the Astros, right? Yeah, because the Astros, the Astros won the World Series. Yo, what's your, hey, what's your favorite tag? Like, what's your tagline of uh, Sam Hinkie? Oh, my official editorial position is that Sam Hinkie fucking sucks. <laughs> or F Sam Hinkie. I have not... I, fuck Sam Hinkie. I have not... I have not abandoned this position, and the Astros winning the World Series has not changed my mind that Sam Hinkie sucks and is bad for sports. <laughs> and is a, an icon of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, the dark side of analytics. I mean, the, all uh, she did was, like, tank his team so they would get good players and get good again. Trust me... Analytics are coming to take all of your jobs. Well, we're, well, it's, there's going to be some people taking over like Cleveland Browns jobs because the guy's thinking about analytics and draft picks, and they're still in the basement. So, so you, yeah. Jackson, all those, all those coaches, they're going to have their jobs replaced. Okay, look at this motherfucker's Twitter. <laughs> his his description says: husband, dad, leader, reader. Formerly a bunch of things, including president and GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Look at this motherfucking former job on his goddamn Twitter I mean, bio. I think our Twitter, Twitter bio is usually like Hey, don't that you man. curse the name of the great prophet Sam Hinkie like that, oh, man. Shit, it's 10 o'clock yeah. already. <laughs> I just got my why wouldn't, why wouldn't he fucking have like, his current job on there? That is uh, some fucking horseshit. The great prophet Sam Because, to be perfectly honest... Let's read some of Sam Hinkie's tweets. People to know so, he, he doesn't tweet that often, apparently. Um... There was the Sports Illustrated uh, cover years ago that predicted the Astros were going to win the 2017 World Series. And uh, Sam Hinkie tweeted, uh, retweeted this and uh, said, I love it when a plan comes together, obviously referencing his own failed attempt to rebuild the 76ers uh, but I by conning a bunch of people out of their time. I wouldn't say it's failed because right now the Sixers have a winning record right now. The 76ers have a winning record. The process is kind of working. How is it working? They have more wins than losses for the first time in like over five years right now, man. That's like saying, okay, okay, so your, your argument right now, who is good in the 76ers? They drafted Joel Embiid yeah, and, they drafted, and they drafted Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Right? Okay, so literally this is like saying Ryan Gregson is a good GM because he drafted Andrew Locke. The fuck else did he do? Well? 
I. Oh, is GM general manager? Yeah. That's funny because it's also game master. Uh, all, all I know is like somehow, some way, the 76ers are are a win, are winning team right now. And last time I checked, they were fifth in the Eastern Conference standings. <laughs> anyway, this was a very long rambling episode without really much of a point, but I love Aren't it. Are they all like that? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're actually getting worse as time goes on. I love it though. I don't have a script. See um, what I can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we really didn't uh, have much of a much of a show notes for this one. That's okay. You guys, you guys know what's in the news. You don't need us to tell you. Like, if you want to hear, like, you don't need us to tell you whether. Oh wow. Oh God, Kyrie Irving apparently had a possible concussion. Anyway, oh, um, man. Oh. Uh. You guys really don't need us to tell you whether Joe Flacco is a lead or not. Thank you for sitting in on us going on our, on this our wild jointed mess. Well, every episode is a disjoint mess. While we somehow Just find like a way, life. we always find our way back to the points and stuff. So. Thank you for rejoining us with this uh, insanity that is our DVD podcast. Dan versus T. Yeah, exactly. Don't wanna, don't wanna make the DVD, the, the actual DVD podcast, angry at us. Oh yeah, the Dan versus D, sports and stuff. So, your host, D Two E's. Uh, I'm Dan with an A N. There you go. This is Luke. Joy wandered off to, I think... To play with the kitty or something. Yeah, I think she went to play with my cat. Yeah. uh, Hi, I'm Joy, and I was very happy to be on this episode. (laughs) That was not believable at all. I don't know, I think I sound exactly like her. Hey, I'm I'm Joy, and I'm just happy to be here. Bye, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) I think we Joy. We should just interview each other as Joy. Anyway, but thank you for joining us, and um, hope you learned some things. At least was entertained, we made you laugh, maybe made you cry. Well, the rest of the world is busy doing that, so we'll stick with making you laugh. Yeah. So, so this was D, Dan, Dan that was Luke, Luke. <laughs> Joy in the other room, Dan was D Sports and Stuff Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the flip side. And to all, peace, happiness, and humpiness forever. Man, guys, I wish I could just hug you all, but I'm not going to. She was sitting on the floor, in the, like I walk into the kitchenette and she's just sitting on the floor and I'm like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm just hanging out with the cat. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. Like you do.